0: go. Well hello everyone, welcome to Talk with TT. This is episode 10 uh, of our first series and uh, I'm really grateful to everyone who shared their stories and journey with me and I'm delighted to welcome uh, Sarah Twitchett. Sarah who is a Colchester girl. Welcome Sarah, good to have you here.
1: Thank you, it's great to be here, thank you for having me.
0: Good, good. Um. I'm really interested to uh, explore some of your background and um, how God has impacted your life. And we're going to look at and talk about what you're doing and, and your journey thus far. So you went to school at St. James's Primary School and then moved to St. Teresa's Primary Schools, And then you went to St. Benedict's High School. So tell me, what did you like about school?
1: I liked about school. So my favourite subjects were food tech, uh, food technology and music, um, which I played violin um, when I was younger, but gave up when I left
0: school. Were your parents appreciative of you playing violin in the house?
1: Um, I think they were okay. I mean, I, they were the ones that suggested to me okay. to learn a musical instrument. So, I think yeah, they were pretty happy.
0: Yeah, um, particularly uh, the schools that you attended had a a Christian faith element to it. Was how did you find that? Was that health healthy, stifling? What yeah, was it was
1: definitely. Like, it was definitely um, helpful. It was really nice to be brought, brought up in a school where they um, did have sort of obviously like assemblies and masses mm. and that kind of thing. And where they did talk about Jesus a lot and it was easy to share, share your faith.
0: Excellent. So after St Benedict's uh, school, what happened then?
1: Um, so then I went to Otley College to study animal care, mm-hmm. um, which I really enjoyed. Um, we got to do lots of fantastic, fantastic things like walking the alpacas. Uh, we got to walk the goats. We got to grow dogs. Um, and then we also done like a the- uh, the theory side as well. So we were learning about like the biology Okay. of um, animals and different commendation types and things like that. Um
0: what's the temperament of alpacas? Are they docile or are they volatile? Um
1: they're generally okay. I remember I got kicked by one once. Um oh. it didn't hurt too much, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um but generally they are fairly passive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what about goats?
1: Goats Again, they are fairly
0: general, general, and okay. um, So you then went on to Riddle College to do an apprenticeship in animal management, um, and you did a work placement alongside that with um, Animal Magic, a dog groomers. So I'm curious, what's your favourite dogs, and why did you choose this apprenticeship?
1: And um, so, my favorite dog, I've got two different favorite breeds, which are a yeah. uh, cockapoo and a uh, cocker spaniels. Um, I just love how excited their <laughs> temperament art is. Um, and yeah, I just loved um, working with dogs. And um, because I weren't allowed dogs at home, it sort of was a really nice nice way of um, spending time with dogs.
0: Oh that's great, Uh, that's great. And I often think, you might um, smile at this, so sometimes they say people uh, become like their dogs, Um, (laughs) or or the other thing would be, imagine, you know, uh, if people were a dog, what kind of breed would they be? And we can cheekily say, imagine, would Cole be like a feisty West Highland Terrier? (laughs) <laughs> um, do you ever think of people in terms of their temperament to dogs or not? Um, not really, I no. Will a, I would be a placid sort of, you know, golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Um, but you chose an apprenticeship um, at um, Rittle College. Um, what motivated you to do that? Why? Um, you-
1: I think... It was more because so I could get practical experience. Mm -hmm. um, So it weren't all just sort of theory-based and just um, learning what it's like being in the real world of work Mm. as well. Um, I thought that would be a good
0: opportunity. Good, good. Okay. Um, So you then, in 2016-17, you took a year out uh, with New Wine to do a discipleship course. Can you tell our listeners what is New Wine? And yep. where did you work? And what did you learn?
1: Yeah. So New Wine is a um, Christian movement. Um, there's a lot of churches that New Wine have planted. Um, so i done a year at uh, Tiptree of Char- children's and youth charity called Typo. Um, working with the youth worker there um, doing different children's and youth groups not just in Tiptree so that charity looked after about 11 churches Mm. um, in the area so um, that was really good experience to be able to to work with various children and meet Different people as well, um, yeah. and then we had to go down to um, Woodford um all Saints Woodford once a week for teaching um prayer ministry we had mm-hmm. loads of like different guests and yeah really lots of good teaching
0: and uh, if you had a couple of favorite bible teachers, who would you say you really
1: I think I would probably say so Gavin Calver. Um I don't know if you've heard, heard of I him. I have, Gavin I've Calver. met him, yeah. yeah, yep, um he he's really good. Um Paul Harcourt, who is the Minister oh, of yeah. All Saints. Um so yeah, they know it's probably
0: and uh, listeners might not know Gavin Calver is director of the Evangelical Alliance now, yes. uh, which is yes. another movement. That's great, good stuff. Um are you also um you went to a, a Christian conference, summer conference, called Soul Survivor. Um, tell what what is Soul Survivor? It sounds pretty dramatic.
1: <laughs> so Soul Survivor was a, a youth festival. Um, I'd say was because they finished last year. Yeah. Um, and they done three different weeks, um, two at Peterborough and one um up in um Staffordshire. Mm. Um and it was a week and um we had two main meetings where we would like there would be worship, teaching, prayer ministry, um and then there would be different seminars going on during the day um and different things to go to.
0: Good, good. And you volunteered though, didn't you? Every yes. number of years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, so I, volu- I volunteered for Star Survivor for about four years, um, doing cafe team and hospitality.
0: Great. Enjoy it. Was it good?
1: Yes, it was great fun. Yeah, it was great to be able to meet loads of people.
0: Yeah. What impacted you uh, in terms of, did you see young people's lives change or anything for the good?
1: Um, I think um it was definitely a big impact being around Christians mm. my age um mm. when I went to soul survivor um it was great just to be be around so many young people worshiping god um it was really yeah. encouraging and just seeing like people healed and that kind of thing it was yeah Brilliant. really really good.
0: Now, um, switching back to kind of your vocation at the time, you um, volunteered at one of England's top tier zoos, Colchester Zoo. So what, what did you do there? That, you've been doing that for like 10, 12, 10 years ago you started, didn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then I finished that three years ago. So I, I volunteered there for about seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, so we were more the education side of things. Um so we were um holding bugs for the visitors to have a look at. Um we were helping out at various like feeds, so elephant and giraffe, um, and okay. we were manning different enclosures like where the animals could roam free, making sure the visitors aren't touching them or they're not escaping or whatever.
0: So if you had a bug and I'm a visitor, I know I'm not um a school child, but what would be the dos and do-nots of holding a bug?
1: So, um, depending what sort of bug it is. So, I, for example, I'll go for a stick insect. <laughs> stick insects, you have to be really careful because of they've got really fragile legs. Um so, what we tend to do with children, we gently let them crawl crawl onto them and then they sort of have to keep moving their hands yes. because they are quite
0: fast, fast moving. <laughs> Did you have any bugs that went under a t-shirt on a child? No, no.
1: We, no we never had that thanks.
0: <laughs> I'm a great lover of giraffes, I think they're very elegant um, animals. Um, What were they like to feed and how did you have to behave around them?
1: So uh, with giraffes, you have to be really quiet because they can be scared really easily. You wouldn't right. think because they're such a, mm. such a um, big animal. Um, but yeah, generally we have to be quiet. Um, when you feed them, they feel a little bit slimy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, generally most people do like it. They prefer yeah. the giraffes than the
0: elephants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, and then in a couple of years ago, you went to work with Red Balloon and uh, they're based in sort of North London. Um, what does this charity do? What's your role in it? Tell us about it.
1: So our charity works with children and young people from the age of zero right up to sort of 18 years old, working in areas in Hertfordshire, Greater London and Essex um, and we are working in schools and churches um, and we're just spreading um, the gospel, the word Jesus wherever we go. Um, So in terms of my role, um, I am more of the preschool side, so I do a lot of toddler groups, a lot of toddler churches, Do who let the dads out, Um, and then we also do run a couple of after school clubs, and which are offstead registered. uh, Which one of those I help out at as well?
0: Yeah, good. And you're enjoying it?
1: Yes, love it. Good, absolutely love it.
0: How many in the the whole team of Red Balloon? How many?
1: There's, including trustees, um, there is around about 32 of us. Uh-huh. Um, and, well, we're going to be losing some in the summer, but we're also going to be gaining some more team
0: in yeah. September. So. That's good. I, I'm a bit intrigued with the group that you serve, Who Let The Dads Out? It sounds like they're dangerous. Uh, what, what, <laughs> does, what goes on at Who Let The Dads yeah. Out?
1: So, um, who let the dads out is a, a worldwide sort of organisation. A lot of churches um, run them. We currently run one at um, Hutton and Chemfield Church, um, and we can get up to sort of fifty dads um, at one session. And really? it's just um, letting the kids play with the toys that we've got, um, and then dads can just chat to one of one another, um, one of our. Um, they get bacon rolls, and oh. there's plenty of food, food there. So yeah,
0: that's great. So that's really to help fathers bond with their children, yes. have time. Yeah, and yeah, and give
1: mums a break as well.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's really good. Okay, really interesting. Can I ask? So during the pandemic, what what's happened with Buller Have you been meeting? In some yep, form
1: or um, other. So we've been running through the whole whole time lockdown's right. been happening. Um yep. we've been doing a lot of online children and youth groups. Mm-hmm. We run them exactly how we would run them face to face, but they're just online and we use Zoom um, and they say they'll still get the Bible um yeah. teaching that they would normally get. Um, and also on a Monday morning we do box packing and so we are packing craft material Mm. and craft activities for the children to do um, which is faith-based and non-faith-based and then we also um, pack uh, food packages for families that are struggling
0: good that's brilliant that's great in terms of being online with um uh, minors with children. How have you handled the safeguarding and all that? Are there parents on there or permissions?
1: So um what we done to start off with, we um sent them an email with a job form to say that your that your child is happy to be on here. I give the parent gives you permission oh. to be on here um so we know exactly who we're letting on um and yeah, that's pretty much how we
0: work our safeguarding online. Yeah, and you'll have two adults on the call. Yes, and yeah. two adults. Um, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Brilliant. Really interesting. Okay, we're going to have a, a quick fire quiz. This quiz is totally pointless and you don't win anything, but actually, we find out a bit more about you, which is good. So, um, I've got a social media question Do you prefer Facebook or Instagram? Facebook. Do you have an Instagram account?
1: I do have an Instagram account, yes. Yeah, I, account? Account. I do have a Twitter account, yes.
0: Um now this is gonna make me aged. Do you have a LinkedIn account? LinkedIn no. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard of it to be honest. Oh come on! <laughs> it's more like um for professionals and you know, uh, if you're looking for a job, human resources, that sort of thing. But you like Facebook, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Are you a city or country girl?
1: Oh, I think I would probably say I'm a country girl. I okay.
0: prefer
1: being in the outdoors, being able to walk in um, yeah. different places and stuff. So, yeah, definitely country girl.
0: Good, okay. And do you prefer lemurs or dogs? Mm, dogs. And why is that?
1: Um, Because I think dogs, like, when you have them as a pet, they're like your family. Yeah. Like, they'll miss you if you go out or whatever.
0: Yes. Um, In terms of the Bible um, and the books of the Bible, do you prefer the Psalms or the Apostle Paul's letters in the New Testament?
1: Um, I would say I prefer the Psalms um, Um, because there's... um, there's a lot of encouraging psalms yeah. in there, but there's also yeah. a bit like times when you're in trouble or yeah. something like that, you can turn to one of the psalms. Yeah,
0: that's so true, absolutely. Um, do you like roast chicken dinner or an Asian curry?
1: Roast chicken dinner,
0: definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't like too much Spice, is that right? I'm not
1: a fan of Spice, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In terms of authors, writers, um, do you like C.S. Lewis or J.K. Rowling? I think I would have to go
1: for J.K. Rowling, um, just because I grew up with Harry Potter. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Great, did you
0: and book. you've seen the films or have i've you seen read, the films yeah have you read the books
1: i've not actually read no. the books no no
0: neither no, me, i've just but seen the, the films yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay and in terms of bible translation this may not quite fit you but are you a new international version person or are you a the message um i
1: tend to use the niv version
0: yeah. okay is there any other version you would be your go-to
1: I tend to stick with the NIV version, to be honest, yeah. It's
0: good, okay. Now, in terms of hymns, if you were going to choose one, would it be In Christ Alone or How Great Thou Art? Um, In Christ Alone. Um, Okay, do you have any... What's your favourite songs at the moment? Um,
1: (laughs) um, My favourite all time is um it's quite a new one called um, reckless love by um Bethel I, I just love the lyrics um, reckless
0: love by Bethel I'm gonna yeah. have to listen to that
1: yeah Can you remember
0: some of the lyrics what what does it say
1: um yeah of so the, the bridge um it goes there's no shadow you won't light up no mountain you won't climb up coming after me there's no wall you won't kick down there's no mm. Something,
0: yeah. Yeah, That's, God being yeah. with us through, no matter yeah. what, the storm, yeah. yeah. Do you prefer Essex or Greater London?
1: Essex.
0: Probably North Essex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, do you prefer crisps or chocolate fudge cake? Chocolate fudge cake. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. <laughs> okay, Cool. So you um, where do you worship now? So you, you've been part of Culture to Baptist Church, but where are you now?
1: Yep, so I am currently at Holy Trinity, which is a church in South Woodford, which is a church plant that um, All Saints Woodford has planted and we've been there since January.
0: That's a, that's quite challenging, isn't it? Like to start a church in January and then 23rd of March, the lockdown. Has the church been continuing online?
1: Yep. So, um, yeah, it has been a challenge because we've only sort of got to know the people there about two months and then as you say we went down into lockdown. Mm. We meet every every week on Zoom Um we do the whole church thing mm. over Zoom um, and then also we've just started small groups up
0: Brilliant. which
1: also go on Zoom as well.
0: Okay cool. Um, how is it different to Colchester Baptist Church in its style of worship and Age profile.
1: So, um, Holy Trinity is a, a Church of England church, and um, to start off with, um, it was quite traditional. Um so they, um it was very they used the lecture read quite a lot um which was a challenge a little bit of a challenge to get used to, but mm. a couple of services we got used to used to doing it um and then hopefully once sort of we open church and stuff, we're planning to move the services around differently, so um one of our part of our vision is to um introduce like get families and children mm. and young people to come along um, and so we're going to introduce the 1115 service which is going to be modern
0: yeah um, brilliant but oh, still really have
1: good. the older version sort mm. of in the morning so yeah
0: yeah is it a plant of all saints church woodford wells
1: yes it is yes yeah. yeah. so yeah. Um, the church was already there and um, hmm. they were just looking for a minister but okay. it's pretty
0: much a charge fund now obviously. yeah okay kind of a new beginning now you you uh from dot were part of Colchester baptist church um uh which is really special isn't it um tell me about sort of uh the girls brigade and um that was quite a feature in your life wasn't it
1: yeah yeah, so um, I went to Girls Brigade since I was about four. My mum was a leader there, so um, it was, I loved Girls Brigade. It was great to be able to, we had loads of fun, we had games, we had obviously the faith-based um, mm. stuff, we'd done crafts, um, we went away. Um, yeah, it was really great. Have you
0: stuff. got any good stories when you're on camp?
1: Um, I remember one story um, when we were on camp, um, we, uh, I remember waking up one morning and um, there was just literally toothpaste everywhere on the floor, string everywhere and obviously it was where the older uh, girls had pranked, <laughs> pranked us so that was quite fun and um, a treat that we always used to have on camp was egg, bread, egg Oh bread. lovely.
0: yeah Yeah. oh that's good so um one of our former ministers uh lindsey hesselgrave um had quite an important role in your life and, and many other lives for that matter um and um she was a good mentor to you what do you what makes a good mentor do you think sarah
1: um i think the two main things for me is someone that you can trust um that you can tell anything to that Mm. person um, and you know it won't go Mm. any further Um, and I think a good listener as Mm. well um, I think those are the two main.
0: Yeah that's great I think it's so important and you would meet every so often wouldn't you? uh,
1: Yeah yeah, over a coffee um, and we still do keep in contact. um, Brilliant
0: she's a special lady um, your work with Red Balloon is about mentoring children, guiding them and choosing, you know, helping them find Jesus. Um, can you tell us about what are the connecting points? What are the ways of explaining and uh, being alongside them to help them on that journey? What what ways do you achieve that?
1: Um, I think in some ways it's keeping it simple um, to what the children Mm -hmm. can um understand first of all because there can be a lot of language in the bible that is quite complicated for children and young people to understand and i think just to make it fun interactive as well um i think that's really important yeah
0: that's so true that's so true when were you baptised? At the Baptist Church, we do full immersion baptism in the way Jesus was baptised. When did that take place for you? Um,
1: so, I was baptised on November the 9th, 2010. By? September.
0: Yeah, by
1: Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Lindsay and Nick.
0: And what led you to that point of making that decision? It's quite a big decision, isn't it? Yes,
1: yeah. Um. I think... It was mainly um, coming home from Soul Survivor mm. um, in the summer, and seeing the impact um, mm. that sort of God had on me in that summer, and how I could mm. connect with Him more through worship, prayer, ministry, um, the talks, and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And you've continued, you've been very active in serving and volunteering uh, over just, you know, in your young life. Um, and you've sensed God's call. Um, tell us a bit more about what that means. Uh, have you audibly heard God speak to you or how would you describe God's call to you? Sure. Um,
1: so for me, it was more of a nudge. And mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like audible or anything like that. But it, for me, it was a nudge um, to go up to receive some prayer. Um mm-hmm. so um, I'll set, sort of say like um, we went on a mission trip um, mm-hmm. when we had our New Mind discipleship here. Mm. And um, we went to a church in Sweden in Stockholm
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and we served at a church there for a week. Um, and they were running a like 24-hour prayer thing um, there. And they were at one point uh, praying for their mission work that they were involved in specifically. Mm. And um, sort of they were they, they then said that um went sort of I've, they just feel that there's some people here that um are, they feel like they're called to mission and oh. um, please come forward and move love to pray for you and at that point I just sort of, like felt God nudging me to go up and um, so I went up and received prayer and um, had a powerful encounter mm. with God and afterwards I was like yeah, this this is obviously a confirmation that mm. god has called me to um work in mission
0: yeah yeah and um you're fulfilling that to uh already with red balloon and um but you're open in terms of the future the in you know, the medium term future is that just the united united kingdom or could it be elsewhere
1: i i honestly don't know um i'm open to what, yeah.
0: wherever
1: God is calling yeah. me to go, so wherever that's yeah, in the UK or yeah,
0: wherever. And when we've spoken about this, you've kind of identified it in two parts, really. One is mission in terms of sharing the love of God in Christ, and the other part is children, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, <laughs> this might sound strange. I've got two kids, uh, why kids?
1: i just love being around kids Um, and they've just got so much passion they've got so much enthusiasm um yeah they're just brilliant to be around and i'm i mean i'm pretty much a big kid in myself (laughs) so i i just generally love hanging hanging out with kids
0: yeah actually that's a really important thing you you say about um being a bit of a kid yourself um and you you don't mean it in terms of being immature or anything like that what you, what you tell us what you actually do mean by that. of course that.
1: yeah and um, so i think for me it's like i still love like sitting down with the kids playing with lego and just running around with them and just having mm. lots of fun with them um mm. yeah
0: And I think, you know, with the coronavirus and the big impact on the world, on our society and the, you know, the deep loss of lives. And I think it really has, it's shaken us up, I think, as a nation. And it's going to make us question about how we live and our our relationships, our work. But also, like, sometimes we take ourselves a, a bit too seriously. Um, And one of the beauties of children, in my view, is they can really be, they're sort of unleashed. You know, there's an ease with them, isn't there? Mm, Definitely. um, Yeah. And so it's been wonderful talking to you, Sarah, and just hearing your story, which for me is very compelling about how, how, how your life is one where you're seeking to do God's will, to flourish. Uh, to be a joy which you are to many. If you're going to give us a word of encouragement um, in this time of COVID-19 and as we look f- forward, what do you have to say to us as Christians in the world, to the church, to, for the next generation? What what would you say?
1: Um, so there's always been this phrase, um, we are the church, mm-hmm that's always struck me and i think even more so since lockdown um just because we haven't been able to meet in church um and like god's presence doesn't just dwell in the church he dwells everywhere and i think um it's at this time it's just important to be witnesses where where we can um
0: and that at the moment is being being outside um Mm. so yeah being bearers of hope um yeah and light is what you're saying hey sarah you're you're a great joy to us and it's it's my privilege just to have known you for a few years in the church but i i sense god has got really important things for your life and um and I'm excited for you in how he's going to use you. Um, thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for the happiness you bring to many people's lives and the way you just reflect that, that love and that light. Um, I, hope, I hope you'll be encouraged. And I hope people, as they've listened to this story of yours, that um, that boldness to pursue God's will is really important for us all, isn't it? So mm-hmm. thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. You take good care.